All episodes of the Real Women in Business podcast reflect the opinions and views of the guest and Cass McCrory and do not reflect official policy or position of employers or clients. Thank you. You're listening to the Real Women in Business podcast. I'm your host, Cass McCrory, and in this podcast, we highlight women in all kinds of businesses. For yourself, someone else, full-time, part-time, overtime hustle, Together, we will learn from and with one another. And if we get it right, it'll lift us all. Let's get into it. Friends, today we're talking to Dawn Foster, owner of D Foster Marketing. This is going to be a really great conversation for you. If you have ever been in a place of wondering if I'm on the right track, Dawn lays out how paying attention to the direction of her life and how discomfort and prayer and being leaned into what is possible actually helped her launch her own business. This is an awesome conversation. Let's get into it. Dawn, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited to chat with you today. Um, I'd love for you to share a little bit about who you are and what you do in the world. Sure. I am Dawn Foster, owner of D Foster Marketing. And I am a marketing consultant that also provides full service agency um, services for small business owners and solopreneurs that need me to step in and help them craft either branding or marketing strategies. I serve as the marketing arm basically for companies that don't have those people in-house. I love that. How are you finding businesses responding right now as we're chatting? It's end of September. How are businesses starting to respond and kind of get footing now that we've been amidst COVID for longer than we thought? You know, so for me, I think that my client base already has a plan at this point. Now we'll see how, so They have a plan at this point. Uh, When COVID first happened, it was, what am I going to do? Like, how do I make changes to accommodate what our new normal is? Um, Revenue was up and down and my clients made it through that. And now we're kind of on, okay, this is how we're moving forward. It threw us for a loop, but we're on our toes. We're starting to see some of that momentum um, pick back up again. For solopreneurs or small business owners that have come to me because they took COVID as their opportunity to go ahead and launch that business that they've been thinking about those clients are in the early stages of business. And one of the things that I guess they have working in favor for them is they're starting when the turn has already happened. So everything that they're putting in place for the most part is fitting in line with what our now normal is. I think that's a really excellent point. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and to have an existing business with existing expectations and processes and everything and have it need to pivot so quickly is challenging. But if we were to look at it from a startup mentality of how would we do this starting today, as opposed to 
reinvention, it becomes just new invention. That's a really different way to approach the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That also reminds me of a conversation that I had where a lot of business owners were afraid to do something new. They'd been set in their own ways. They kind of had their own formula as far as what works. But this has kind of pushed those companies out of their comfort zone. They're having to try something new. They're having to introduce new product lines or new services to accommodate where we are today. So on the other hand, it's also been a good thing for some business owners. It kind of forced people to force businesses to shake things up a bit, a bit. Definitely. Definitely. How has it impacted your business and the work that you do? It's so it's interesting because I'm one of those people that became a full-time entrepreneur right as COVID happened. (laughs) So prior to COVID, I had my business, but I was just taking a client here or there. And right before COVID happened in February, it was, I had a client say, Hey, we want to be your main priority. We want you to step away from your full-time position so that you can really just focus on us. So the, the ball was in motion in February. So I was transitioning out of my corporate job into full-time entrepreneurship mid-March when um, the lockdowns were starting to happen. And in April, once we were, for the most part, all in quarantine was when my business 100%, when I was an entrepreneur 100% of the time. It's, a, it's an interesting time to, to be making that shift and probably ideal in so many ways because expectations are different. Yeah, you know, it was a wild time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've never considered myself to be a risk taker. I've always played things safe. But in making that decision to step away from my corporate role and go full-time entrepreneurship, I, I was already... I'm going to jump. So once COVID happened, a lot of new opportunities did come my way because businesses were having to do something new. They realized Mm -hmm. we can't go at it, fumbling our way through not knowing what we should know. We need to bring an expert in to help us realign and readjust and put some things in place. We need structure in terms of our marketing. Um, a lot of business owners, I think, realize that just doing things more so haphazardly would not allow them to survive through this. Yeah. Like checking, like, is what we're doing working became a really important question because everything that you were doing was coming at the expense of everything else. Yeah. And I th- yeah. I'm, I'm sure a lot of business owners were also seeing companies crash and burn that were handling things the wrong way. And I think that that little bit of fear of, I don't want to be that company also came into play. Definitely. I know that so many of my listeners are, are in a space where they have a full-time job and they've kind of wondered like, is entrepreneurship something that I should be looking at thinking about, you know, there's some research that's come out more recently about, you know, women, especially in marketing, having a really difficult time 
making a strategic move, making the move from senior manager to managing director to, you know, to moving up. I'm curious what made you decide to go from full-time employee into entrepreneurship? So I would say that 2019 was the year that I was kind of figuring that out for myself in terms of, okay, here I am in this role. I've been in this industry for almost 15 years now. Am I where I thought I would be? What is next for me? Like I'm, I'm getting, I keep saying I'm almost 40, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm almost 40. And it's like, what does 40 as a professional look like for me? And 2019 was the year that I recognized that I wanted to do something different. I just wasn't sure what different was. And you're right, as a woman and being in the marketing industry, looking at the size of the companies that I was working for, do I want to stay on the small to medium size? Do I want to go to a larger size company where I may have additional resources? Um, there were a lot of decisions that I was trying to make in terms of what next steps look like for me. I knew that I was working very hard sometimes as if I had just graduated college and still had something to prove. And I kind of felt like, you know, at this stage in my life, I kind of want to control my own story. Um, Mm. I want to make my own path. I don't want that subconscious pressure on me of, okay, what's my title? Who, who works under me? Who am I reporting to? How much say do I have in the company? How much impact can I make? In 2020, when the opportunity presented itself to me and, and, remind you, I didn't know what next steps look like. So in 2020, when the opportunity presented itself for me to be a full-time entrepreneur, I remember getting off of the call and looking over at my husband and saying, I think I'm going to do it. Granted, he didn't know what I was talking about, but (laughs) I knew, I think I knew at that point, this is it. Like you don't get a call like this every day where someone wants you where someone wants to hire you, when you're going into entrepreneurship, it's not every day that you start out with a client. Usually people have to build up that client base, but everything aligned where it was, this is the next step for you. That that inner knowing and kind of that trusting in the universe, like this is happening. This is for me. This is for right now. Was that something that you were like immediately accepting of, or did you question it? It, it was out of character for me to, I immediately felt like I need to explore this. Like this is a door that has opened for you. I immediately had that feeling, but because throughout my life, I've kind of played things safe. This was totally different for me. This was a new, this was completely new territory that I wasn't, I never saw myself as an entrepreneur. Um, So I would say that stepping out, it was definitely stepping out on faith. It was something that I had been praying for because 
I didn't know what was next, but I knew I was uncomfortable where I was. So when this came along, I for sure knew like, all right, let me figure out why I shouldn't because everything is saying that I should. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't overlooking anything because all the signs were pointing to yes. I want to just highlight some things in here, Don, because it's so good, right? The first thing is you were uncomfortable with where you were. Yes. Yeah, right? Like that, I think every change, everything that ticks off a set of events that leads us to our destiny, for lack of a better word, happens from being uncomfortable. So like as a woman who's been in an uncomfortable space, it's like, oh yes, this is the invitation for change happening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you asked for it. You prayed. Yes. I... And I think that, yeah, like there's so much goodness in just asking for what you desire. Like show me the way, God, universe, higher power. Because I had realized I had no control over it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I was... I had been looking for another job. I had been, like, I was trying all the different avenues, honestly, except for that one of do of having my own business. And sometimes I'm like, was I in that place because I was trying to explore things and I never explored the right option? Um, but yeah, for sure. I prayed on it. I knew that where I was, I was completely uncomfortable. I was stressed out. Um, but it was one of those things where it was enough pressure and enough discomfort to make you want to do something different. And my different did come along. And I love how it came along in something that you were not expecting, a path that you weren't considering. Because what that gives you this invitation to is something brand new. Mm-hmm, for sure. And I would say, I mean, at this point, I've spoken with hundreds of women, right, that are either in business for themselves or in business with other people. And it is shocking to me how many businesses start with one client. I had one person that was like, ah, you know, my own business started that way. One person said, I think you should do this and I'm going to support your work. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's amazing. Like pay attention to those signs because what a gift. Absolutely. Those, I think that sometimes where you're not paying attention to what God is telling you or what, or the direction that you're supposed to go in, you may miss things. Even now as an entrepreneur, I'm like, was I supposed to be doing this years ago, but I was too dense to figure <laughs> out <laughs> that this was where I was supposed to be. But absolutely. I totally agree with you. You mentioned your husband. I'm curious, how has he been? And I'd love to know more about your outside of the work life, right? Cause we're about whole person here. But how has the support been on his end and how has it shifted your relationship, if at all? It's been really great. My husband is super supportive. We've got that balance in our marriage where if I, when I say I'm not the risk taker, he totally is. And I've realized that as a business owner, sometimes you have to be who you aren't naturally, who you are not naturally in order to show up as a good business owner. So there are a ton of different times where my natural personality traits and decision-making process puts me in one place and I try to force myself out of that place. And he's usually my check for it, where I say, hey, I'm thinking of taking this risk. 
what do you think? And if he says, yes, I think it's smart, like he's, he's my checks and balance. Um, we joke sometimes that <laughs> I can, I, that I am going to bring him, up, bring him on as an employee. And he's like, nope, I don't want to work for you. Nope. <laughs> but he for sure has been a great support system and helping me navigate this new space for sure. I think that's another thing that sometimes holds women back is this idea of like, will I have the support that I need from the people that are around me? And you really can't know until you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. I will. For me personally, I've always had a great support system. I have a handful of friends that are always cheering me on. My husband, who is also a great cheerleader and my immediate family who my mother thinks I can do no wrong, honestly. <laughs> but for me, it was my own questioning. It's usually me rather than the people around me. Um, that self-doubt, that imposter syndrome that sometimes gives its opinion, even though unsolicited. Hmm. How do you check that voice of yours? Oh, depends on the day. <laughs> I, I'm faithful. I have daily devotions. I have a therapist. I have my girlfriends that call me on my BS. My husband is a checks and balance. I've got a, I've got a system of things that I use to help me remember that I'm good at what I do. There's value that I have to add. I've navigated um, the corporate world. I've helped large and small businesses see great success with their marketing and branding initiatives. I've helped, helped companies really build up their marketing where I've been able to increase revenue, um, introduce new product lines, I'm good at what I do, but sometimes that child of self-doubt comes in, um, but I, I make a point to not let her win. I'm reading this book by Tara Brock, and it's, it's called Radical Compassion. And it's a, Tara Brock is a meditation teacher and a mindfulness expert. And she had this thing that she had learned from a teacher called real but not true. Ooh. And I love that because so much of the time, imposter syndrome can feel real. It feels real, but it's not true. Absolutely. And, That's good. Right? Like just having that little, that frame of phrase for me in the last few weeks has been so shifting because anytime I've had a moment where it's like, oh, this feels sticky or not quite aligned for whatever reason. I have to ask myself, well, is it, it might feel real, but is it also true? Mm -hmm. And I want to be working from a place and acting from a place of truth. I really like that. I'm going to jot that down. <laughs> That's good. Don, I'm curious, like what, what's your vision? What do you want to see happen in, in your work life? I want to help other women and other minority business owners. My 
company, one of our goals is to not only support small business owners and solopreneurs, but my community as well. So whether that's with the contractors that I bring on or the clients that I provide services to, am I helping them connect with other people where they can learn and benefit? That's what my business is going to do. Um, in earlier this year with the murder of George Floyd, I kind of sat back and looked at my business and myself and thought, okay, what can I do? And I settled on this, how can I do more? So it's more that I always want to take into consideration with every initiative that my business does. How can I reach more people who need help? How can I reach more people who are part of my community? How can I show up and serve the people that matter? That's really one of my business's main whys. What, what more can I do? Why are we doing it? And what's the benefit of it? That's where I see my business going. I love that. I think that, and I'm, I'm writing in pencil. I recognize mm -hmm. that. I don't have a Sharpie marker that I know how things go. But I do know that my commitment to showing up for my fellow human with greater compassion and love, like that needs to be a part of more of my work. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think, I think that there's a lot to be done and it only happens if we're all in the work. Yeah. In, in the work and remember that we have control over what we do and that's our first step. So if mm. we're continuing to take those steps, small steps, and if everyone does the same, will result in a bigger step for everyone. I like that. We've yeah, got some progress. good gems. Yeah, this is good stuff. <laughs> I'm, I've really enjoyed this conversation today. I know that, um, you know, with everything that's going on, I'm curious, like if somebody is saying to themselves, I, I think I could use some marketing expertise, how would they go about finding you? Well, I'm online. My website is defostermarketing.com. I'm also fairly active on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me at Dawn P. Foster or my business at Defoster Marketing. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook under Defoster Marketing. Awesome. I've got a lightning round of questions. But before we jump into those, is there anything that we should have talked about that we haven't? I'm chatty. We could go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lightning round of questions for you. Are you a morning person or a night owl? I am such a morning person. I'm the morning person that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. What's breakfast look like? Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> What's a book you recommended or given the most? Uh, it's called The Four Disciplines of Execution by uh, Chris McChesney, I think is his name, and Sean Covey. Uh, okay. I give that, I recommend that to a lot of my new business owners. Nice. 
We'll have to check that one out. The link for that will be in the show notes. What's the song you put on when you need to up your energy? So this one, I have two, and they're on completely different opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, there's one song called Won't He Do It by Corinne Hawthorne, which just reminds me of how great God is and how he's present in my life. And then the polar opposite of that is <laughs> I'm a Boss by Meek Mill. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, Fantastic. it's a song where I tap into my the Philly side of me where I was young and energetic and I can con conquer the world. That song gets me going. Fantastic. What can someone do to help you feel appreciated? I would say acknowledgement, mm -hmm. meaning when you recognize that someone has done something nice or gone out of their way or is good at something or has provided value, I think acknowledging that can go a long way, especially with me, for sure. Love it. Don, thank you so much for sharing yourself and your work with the audience today. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.